Okay, we're live. All right. I know. Uh, today's episode is going to be fucking whack. Why do you say whack right off the bat? Oh, because I have nothing to talk about, so we'll just be bullshitting today, so that'll be fun. Don't we always bullshit, though? But yeah, we do always it's bullshit. Like, it's like our kind of, that's kind of the whole thing, right? Just that talking in circles. I think that is our, that's our shtick. It is our shtick. It is our shtick. Okay, now... You were saying, "Damn, this is, I'm gonna have a hard time looking at you." Because yeah, we we gotta we gotta turn like this. I know. <laughs> I'm about to switch where I'm sitting. This will be an audio podcast only. I apologize, but uh, tell them what you were about to tell me. Oh, uh, so reportedly, uh, Kobe Maguire and Andrew Garfield are in talks to uh, not only reprise their role in this first the Spider-Man movie coming out, but they're supposed to uh, play. A, a few recurring characters. They're they're supposed to stay in the MCU for a while, or that's that's the contract that they're working with right now. <coughs> Hold this on, this just I'm came out. Okay, I I still have to move my seat. Hold yeah, on, you're good. You're good. Oh my god. Okay, so is that the reason I keep seeing articles about? Toby may or may not if he is and they still won't say if he's in the fucking MCU by he the is. way he is Alfred Molina already confirmed I don't know if I told you last week he confirmed yeah 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 he yeah. said word for word I'm it's my character from Spider-Man 2 so if he's coming back then if Toby Maguire is in the movie it's confirmed okay so it's yeah confirmed okay that's right okay yeah so I keep seeing articles that says it even says in the articles like if Toby Maguire does have a contract with Marvel right now they're discussing on if it's just a one-time thing or, or if it's reoccurring and I keep being like what so I'm surprised it's just because you have to use that kind of wording legally right now because I'm sure that if they if they have more reoccurring characters that are tied to Sony it's just harder to keep them in the in the in the movies especially over on the MCU side because Sony likes to have their hands in everything that they do like the one input Sony had for, have you heard this? The one input Sony had for Spider-Man Homecoming was the, the no, messed I, up I, line in the very beginning of the movie. It says eight you, years later. Are you fucking? That Sony was insisted on that, on that being put in. So that was them. That was Sony. So that whole really confusing. The reason you're confused on wha- where Tom Holland's Spider-Man lines up, how old he Sony. Sony's fault. That was their one input on the movie. You're welcome. Okay. I also fixed the microphones. I don't think you actually have to be so close anymore. So, yeah, that should How's be. That? You don't have to be far away. I don't feel like I'm far away. See, look, you told me this was too close, and then I had it medium, and you were like, too far. Okay. Well, right now, I feel like our episodes are inconsistent, and every time the volume keeps changing, because I don't know what I like to hear. Right. Right. Because when I'm at work, I like loud podcasts yeah. to where the volume is just higher than like a like a normal one right. and i can listen with one headphone in the back of the kitchen with the like the head shit on and like the fans going and everything mm-hmm. like i can hear the i can hear the podcast exactly but dude if if i'm listening to like joe rogan mm-hmm. to where they're usually pretty calm 90% of the time yeah which is fine but it's a quieter podcast mm-hmm. dude totally i have to put both headphones in and turn it all the way up so 
I come across the same issue with our own when I'm editing it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I want it to be loud or quiet because you and I are very animated sometimes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like yeah, yeah. I know. I know exactly what you mean. So that's why I mentioned the length. But uh, okay, so Sony, their only input on Spider-Man: Homecoming was the f- the fuck up. The fuck up. Eight okay. years later. When did they finally admit that that was them? Um, I still don't think Sony has came out and claimed, but I think there's been a few people uh, at Disney and Marvel who've come out and said, oh. yeah, we didn't want that to be in there. Yeah. It's oh. kind of like that. And like, uh, like, that wasn't our decision. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's more like a, we're neither confirming nor denying. Exactly. It's more of a, if it was up to us. It wouldn't have been in there. But we're not saying it wasn't up to us. Exactly. But we're not saying it is. Exactly. Okay, that's terrible. Yeah. The yeah. The it was their way of saying, yeah, fuck all It's guys. It's a corporate's way of beating around the bush. Exactly. Yeah, so that's ridiculous. Oh, Jesus. So, you were talking about Tobey Maguire. Right before that, mm-hmm. you had asked me if I seen the recent Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, we can we can get into that too. Okay. I'm, I'm actually really excited to talk about that. Okay, this won't release until Monday, so spoilers are fine. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, well, obviously, I'll say spoiler warning. Uh, but if yeah, if you if you aren't a comic book reader, this is more of a new costume for you. But um, this episode kind of jumps right into it. With uh, we start out with. Bucky on the ground, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I've skipped like there's an intro. With <laughs> so Carly. like, is there actually shit that's before that? Kinda, and you're like, this is where I started. Yeah, it's, it's an intro with Carly, and you're. Ta- I think you're talking to a few people. It doesn't really matter. Uh, but the start of all of it is uh, the last episode ended with uh, all the the like the the UN basically getting locked in a room together, uh-huh. and um, the flag smashers were the bad guy this series. Have we figured out? how significant they are so far um, do we know like their actual identity or are they just right now we still? yeah we know all the flag smashers right now all the all the flag smashers came from the power broker who we find out who the, who is okay the power broker this episode uh, they all came from the power broker's place in Madripoor and they stole they all worked as her security detail and mm-hmm. they stole the super soldier serum so so that girl that Sam is fighting yeah. has a super soldier. So that scene that I watched yeah. out of context, no, exactly. okay, that makes more sense now. Uh, the reason why she doesn't look buff like Steve Rogers is mm-hmm. because the dude who made it, his name's Dr. Nagel, and Dr. Nagel perfected the super soldier serum to where it makes it to where it doesn't okay, make well you like uh, well this is buff, a but it, you have super strength. It's, okay, it's supposed to be subtle. That's kind of another question I had because aren't they just injecting it like a normal shot? Yes, but uh, they specifically Steve say that it feels like your veins are on fire whenever you inject it. I get that. And they said the same thing to Steve. They were mm-hmm. like, this isn't going to hurt a little. This this is going to hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. And But he had like one, two, like he had multiple, didn't he? Yeah, it was a machine. It was in the 1940s. Next to Howard Stark. Yes, but it was still forever ago. And, th- and th- that was still technically the trials. Yeah, and this okay, is a yeah, perfected yeah. formula. Okay perfected formula i don't know i still kind of like the enhancing part agreed i think that it's cooler to get buff i wouldn't want to well I not w- even necessarily I be buff. fat and have super strength that's well, kind of whack but that's the thing and it, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily make you buff it just makes you the perfect human does it not so technically yes so technically he's not just big and strong he's what a human should look like at top physical yeah, like peak form yeah 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 so that's why it was always funny when they said super soldier serum because that's not technically like Steve can die. Mm-hmm. 
Well, he's been shot a few times. That's like the whole point is that he can take a bullet. But he can't take all bullets. No, he can't take like six. But he, but can, he can take, take like, like four. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Comic books are weird, bro. That shit always confused me. Uh, so there was actually two comic accurate costumes that came out of this episode. I was actually going to ask, as a person who doesn't watch the comic, like doesn't read any comic books. Well, I, I don't necessarily not read comic books because I do read a lot of comic strips online. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. uh, they have the digital print. Yeah. Uh, I like the digital too. I do too. The Comic it's Insider it's on I will the say, Marvel app is really good. Gentlemen, I like that. It is not the same thing. It's not. Not no. even close. I miss real, looking a real my f- comic book uh, is actually cool. I like turning cool through way. the pages, getting yeah. ink on your fingers. Exactly. You know? But uh, or pulling it out the sleeve. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so nice. Anyway, but um, fuck. Where was I going with this? As a person who doesn't like that storyline of comic book. Mm-hmm. And has not paid very much attention to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the costume decent? Yes. Uh, you, when you see it at first, you're gonna be like, "Oh, that's a little goofy," but it's because it is a, it's the, it's the closest thing we've gotten to a 100% comic accurate suit since Deadpool. It is to a T, one for one, the comic book suit from Captain America as Falcon. How did they do that without it looking like stupid? It it looks like it's all of the Captain America outfits thrown into one, but that's how it's supposed to look. Like he has the fatigue, the military fatigue pants. Yeah. And he's got like some stars and stripes on the chest and he's got the wing and it's all vibranium. That's that's the dope part. Is pull, the this, pull this pull this up. I think I've seen the scene of them fighting when he's in it, and he's also got the wings, right? Yeah, he has the wings. One of the coolest parts is he uh he stops. He's saving two NYPD uh, chopper mili- pilots. I can't remember the pilots, name. Well. He saved two military uh, make pilots. Make sure to mute it. And um, when he's saving them, they have to land on a bridge, and the chopper tries to smash them, mm-hmm. and he covers him with the wings on the sides and the shield over the top, and it is the dopest scene. Like, it is so, so cool. I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up. Okay. Uh, speaking of like Marvel and stuff, did you see what James Cameron said uh, about Marvel movies the other day? No, what did he say? Uh, he hopes that they keep making billions of dollars because cinema's dying right now due to what happened with the pandemic and just right. everything closing and no one's going. I mean, we saw it with Tenet. Mm-hmm. F- for anyone who hasn't seen. Uh, the only one I could find has goofy subtitles over the top, but this is. Okay. There you go. This is the first scene that we see him in a close-up. Oh, that does look goofy. Just a little goofy, right? But uh, when I tell you it is perfectly comic accurate, that is pulled from the comic books. I've seen that on Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, it is pulled straight out of the comic book. It is awesome. No shit. Okay. Damn, Sebastian Stan would be a good Luke Skywalker. Have you seen him in the Luke Skywalker outfit? Uh, th- are you talking about that fan art? People? Yeah, yeah, you can't tell. I know. You can't tell that it's not Mark Hamill. I mean, yeah, you can. Only because it's fucking Sebastian Stan, bro. He's got the man chin. Yeah. Yeah. So, I can't say anything more nice about Falcon. He's perfect. I and he throws the shield out of the window, and instead of waiting for it to come back, he catches it by flying towards it. Like, that was dope. 
And John Walker comes back. He made his own shield. Is it bad? It throws. It didn't just fling on the ground. It didn't bounce. No. And Bucky gets to save people. Like, just actually just save people instead of murdering people to save people. Why does John Walker look confused? Uh, Because he has to choose between killing the person who murdered his best friend or saving the people. Well, and wow, and they made him fucking Captain America. He can't decide. He saved the people. Yeah. Oh, well, after contemplating it. He is a bad guy. That's like the whole point is uh, John Walker is a bad guy. Yeah. So doesn't he have more to do with this story? I thought he was going to be like the big thing. Well, they at the very end of this, that's the new comic accurate suit we get. We get the black and white and red U.S. agent suit. And that's his new suit. It's probably going to show you at the end of this. It would be dope if they did. And the power broker, do you want me to... Spoiler warning, uh, last spoiler warning, the power broker is Sharon Carter. Is Her. She is the power broker. Like she's evil? Yeah. Oh my god, I don't like how she's able to act so good as evil. Like, the way her eye twitched well, just well now. Well, the way that uh, people think it's going to go is uh, they, they very... Um, they're talking about Chris Evans coming back for this. Yeah, they very obviously set up that uh, the world is upside down right now. Without Captain America. And, the go- and good is bad and bad is good. So Sharon Carter, like her Aunt Peggy Carter, Dude, was the yeah. best. That was the whole... P- so Dude, they think that... what about when she spoke at her fucking funeral? They, they believe that she is just getting on the bad side to be a spy and keep all the bad guys in check because she's the power broker. She's the dope people among them. Oh. So she's, like, she wants to help Sam. but And she did. And look at that scene. That's a great what? shot right there. Oh, that is, what? Beautiful he, how shot. Did, how, he can't fly like that. Who? Falcon? Yeah, he can. He, he had, you he have can to hover. remember, anything he does now, it's all Wakandan tech. Oh, never mind. He could do it. Yeah, it's possible. And Isaiah Bradley, oh, such a sweet scene. Uh, he is the. Uh, did Bucky ever tell that one guy about his son? Yes, that he that is at the very end of this. He does it. What's he say? Uh, he says, oh, "Dude, it's honestly really sweet. I, I might have to pull it up." He already knew, didn't he? No, he says, um, "Your son was murdered," and uh, he said, "What? How, like, how do you know?" And he goes, "Because it was me, and because it, it, it was the winner by the Winter Soldier." And I know that because I'm the Winter Soldier. And then he's, he, like, Bucky starts to cry like it's rough. And, uh, like, you don't see what he says in response, but he leaves. And then uh, it, it shows Bucky. There's the U.S. agent suit. You see Bucky uh, leave. And then he's walking down the street. Uh, yeah, right here. We're watching a YouTube recap of the episode for those who can't see this. Uh he's walking down the street and he passes where him and he where him and him went uh-huh. <laughs> the, sorry Nakajima and, and Winter Soldier I was about to say him went, and him went to eat food uh, at this place because Nakajima didn't go outside be- w- since his son died his son is the person who always took him places oh, and wow. uh, when he passes by he left like he went to the store by himself Nakajima did Oh. once he told him what happened to his son and then the scene that you just saw right there with uh, Isaiah Bradley mm-hmm. was uh, Sam had went to talk to Isaiah Bradley before, and he said the world isn't ready for a black Captain America, and nobody will know my story because if if as soon as you tell the world what happened to me, uh, I'll be dead within a day. 
you can't tell me I won't. And once he came out as Captain America, uh, he has a fantastic Captain America speech. Who? Uh, Sam does. Uh, and it convinces the UN to reopen the borders and the one world, one people. Like Carly's entire movement. Carly? Uh, the bad, the super soldier who stole. Her, the whole point she was trying to make? Yeah, Carly Morgenthau. Well, because uh, it, it makes you wonder, because you have places like, is it Valorant on... What's that planet in Guardians of the Galaxy to where it's a one-world government? Uh, with oh, John C. Riley as one of the officers. Oh, um, you know what I'm talking about, though. It's Xandar. Yeah, okay, it's funny to see places like that that are literally in the same universe, and now they have obviously made it abundantly clear we can do crazy things with technology. Like, we could probably go to that planet, and yet we're still in the show living with, like, strange ideology that... No, we're still not one. Right. So we're all still his whole we're point all still against each other. Exactly. That was his whole point of in his speech. He said, "You guys have as much power as an insane god or a misguided teenager." Yeah. You just got to choose. What are you going to do with it? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. And he said, uh, "It was actually it was a cool reference back to the only. It's one of the f- most famous songs that people know now. It's a." Uh, in the room where it happened, uh, yeah. Hamilton, mm-hmm. the disparaged the people have to be in the room where it happens. If all the rich people are making all the decisions, like the people who are affected by the decisions they're making need to be in the room. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what he was saying. Hmm. And it's, it's a fantastic speech. But um, Isaiah Bradley uh, sees that speech and uh, Sam goes to see him afterward. And he says, you need to get dressed. I want to show you something. And he's, he compares, Isaiah Bradley compares uh, Sam. He says, you're not, but he compares them to him. He says, you're no Malcolm or, or Martin, but you're, you're pretty good. Like, I, I like you. I appreciate you. And uh, he takes him to the old Captain America Memorial in the museum. The yeah. Smithsonian, I believe. And yeah, he I'm goes. Sure. I'm not sure where it's at. He goes through it. And in one of the parts of the Smithsonian, he added a plaque in like a like a whole memorial an entire section dedicated to isaiah bradley to tell so that nobody will forget his story and who is isaiah bradley in this uh isaiah bradley is the super soldier he was created by the government they told him and a bunch of other test subjects that they were injecting them with tetanus and it was after Cap went in the ice. So this is like the Tuskegee experiments type yeah, shit. Yeah, this okay. is this is like but super comic book. Yeah, he went in and saved like it was exactly what Captain America did with the Howling Commandos. He went in and saved yeah. them, and they were and like, "No, he's not coming back." Not even that. Uh, they when he saved them, he put they put him in jail for thirty years. Why? Because he's black. Jesus, I, I was just so loud in the mic, I know that peaked. And because he's fucking black? Because he's black. And they showed this in the yeah, show? That okay, was that w- they they're trying to speaking tackle they're trying to tackle issues. Speaking from a place of privilege, I think that it handled its material very well. But obviously I don't know. I've seen a lot of pretty good things about it. I think that it, it handled that very well. And uh, on a side note, I think Bucky is done very, very well in this. And at the very end of this, oh, he's such a sweetheart. Really? Yes. I thought that, well, see, and that was always the weird thing to me is I think we talked about this last time. And if I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or not. But Bucky always struck me as weird after he got brainwashed mm-hmm. because the emotion, just nothing. And, yeah, I think we did talk about this because... 
now? I mean, look, he's smiling. Right? Have you seen the scene where he gets <laughs> cured of his brainwashed? Which part? Uh, it's it's a scene in Wakanda. Uh, is this was this in the movies or is this? It's in Falcon One Soldier. Okay, I don't think I've seen it. Then uh, hold on. Talk to the people because I cannot type and talk. Uh, right now, Josh is finger fucking the shit out of the controller trying to type in this episode Good on YouTube. Lord, what? That was just a lot. Finger fucking? Yeah. No, think about it. It's like, what do you what finger food? When you finger fuck the food, spread germs everywhere. You fumble in the bag with your fingers. Here you go. This might be a promo. This might be the wrong one. No, okay, we're good. Uh, Wakanda. Alright. Wakanda night six years ago. It's a picture of Bucky next to a fire. So in this scene basically it's the door melage. It's uh I Who are the I Dora Melage? The Dora Melage or are the chosen protectors of the Wakandan king. Uh it was T'Chaka, now it is T'Challa. Assumedly it's going to be Shiri now. Um I don't know. They don't know what they're doing yet. Exactly. There's so. a petition going both ways right now on the internet. So I'm I'm not against them recasting him, but but not I'm not against them recasting him, but I don't know I don't think that it's it's disrespectful to recast him. I wouldn't necessarily say it's like So Sorry, uh, in this so scene, is she, is she saying the? She is saying the Winter Soldier initiation codes, showing him that. Oh my god! And she even says, "You're free." Oh my god, he is hysterically crying. It is, it is very, very touching. Because he's like, "Fuck." So sorry, the Dora Milaje are the ch- chosen protectors of the King of Wakanda, and she is a a good friend of Bucky now. Uh, they call him White Wolf. Well, I knew they called him. I knew they called him White Wolf because they called him White Wolf in uh, was it Endgame or Winter or uh, at the very very end of Infinity War? No, um, I want to say Civil War because at the end of Infinity War. He shows up. He's there for the battle. Because remember, Thor shows up, and he's spinning Rocket around with the machine gun, so he's already fighting. No, I'm pretty sure that, remember, it's after fucking, uh, like, Whatchamacallum's kids get zapped away, and then they're showing everywhere. That's everybody. Endgame. Yeah, it's in the no. beginning of Endgame that no, they show not. his arm, I think. No, it's not. Yeah. It's no. Like, where's the war? No, he's fighting the war in Infinity War. Okay, well, then there's a scene in Infinity War. I don't think no, it's, it's at in the Civil end of Civil War, Goober. Look, I'm going to pull, pull up the scene. War. You're going to feel like a really silly bitch. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Bucky gets his arm seen. I'm going to look that up, okay? I'm not even going to look up anything specific. Okay? Okay. Just just so that you feel better about yourself. I'm trying to feel better. I guess we'll see. Bucky crying. You are slow typing, huh? It's because it's this remote. If it was on Xbox, I'd be fine. Bucky girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Bucky gets his arm. Infinity War. That's what I just said. 
You said in game, it's on recording. No, I, yeah, it's on recording, and then you said no, it's at the end of Civil War. I, I said, said it's okay. at the end of Civil War or Infin- Infinity okay, War. Okay, well, there at the end, I agreed and said then it must be at the beginning this of man, Infinity this War. Man, l- listen to this man backtrack. I just said it must be at the beginning of Infinity Look, War. Earlier. They call him White Wolf at the end of uh, of Civil War, I believe, because I know that he's there at the end of Civil War. And he says, "Where's the fight?" Right. There's no subtitles, but he said it, I think. I gotta tighten this microphone. Give me two seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Either way, the Dormelage are good friends with uh, Bucky, and they named him White Wolf. I believe the children named him White Wolf. In the comic books, White Wolf was the white adopted brother of T'Chaka. T'Chaka. Ooh, sorry. T'Challa. T'Challa. Yes, T'Challa is uh, Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace, man. I still can't believe he's dead. That's nuts. The, luckily, we still get to see uh, what if Chadwick Boseman, well, Black Panther was Star-Lord. So I'm excited for that. And did you also see that, jeez, uh, yeah, so I'm so sorry for the sound quality, but um, there was, I believe Chris Evans is going to voice... Spider-Man on one of the What If episodes? Probably. If I read it correctly. There's like supposed to be like 23 different episodes or 30 or something like that. Okay. And I know one of them is What If Zombies and I'm like very excited for that. That's going to be weird. Uh, yeah, it's he's either voicing or they're talking about him being a... The voice of Spider-Man at yeah. some point. And I, I think the way that, they, that they're phrasing it is What If King T'Challa was Star-Lord? So I assume that it's just instead of what Peter if King T'Challa was Star Lord? Yeah. So w- instead of uh, Peter Quill getting abducted by Yondu, yeah, it's gonna be T'Challa being abducted by Yondu. Chadwick's character. Yeah. How would they do that now? Animate him? It's all animated. I know, but. But yeah. Would they use his likeness? Is what I'm saying. Chadwick Boseman, yeah, he recorded the voice lines already. That's okay, what I, was I, di- I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that's, okay, okay, that's okay, what okay. I had said. You Sorry. weren't okay. You weren't. Uh, I meant clear. earlier. I s- I had said that uh, luckily he had recorded the voice lines already for What If, so we get that. Okay. Because he could have done that, not not literally, but he probably could have done that from the hospital bed if he needed to. That's terrible. Yeah, but it's recorded. I know. Voice lines. I know. But <coughs> still. But I get you. Um, I don't know if I'm super excited for what if because the animation itself, like that's fair. Uh, I'm I'm excited for the storylines it'll bring, and you have to. You it's have canon, to right? It's not canon. I mean, how does that work? Well, technically, all Marvel is canon now, but it's just multiverse. It's just it's just the different. So not everything can be yeah, explained. Like a, yeah, like the MCU is Earth nine 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 nine. Is the MCU the one that made this all possible though? Like, is it because of their storytelling and the possibly, or is it bec- might, or is it something they, they work d- it in there like oh that? But no, I, I meant with the multiverse. Oh no, 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 no. You said technically everything's canon. How long has it been like that? Well, the it's uh, always has been. <laughs> always has been. Always will be. Always has been. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah. Has it? I think it was retconned. Always has been, but. Um, 
I don't know, dude. That's a, that's a good question. Uh, that's kind of what I thought. That's because a good question. you have other comic books that don't necessarily tie Because you, you have like... Uh, well, not everything ties in, but like it's it's a, it's the same way as like uh, how can you have dark side in so many stories in DC. It's the different dimensions. It's the I think DC has explains it very, very well. well it's called Crisis on Infinite Earths. I know. Well, yeah, they did a whole TV show about it. Well, don't. Mm, no, it if was you like DC, they, you, okay, like I'm you sorry. liked it. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. They didn't do a, I don't think they did a whole TV show. They integrated that storyline yeah, into Supergirl, Flash, several TV shows. Arrow, uh, Batwoman. It was the biggest thing DC has pulled off. You know off. Batwoman's black now? Probably. Yeah, Ruby Rose got bullied out of the role, and they gave it to a black girl. Why did Ruby Rose get bullied out of it? Because people didn't like her. How come? She is kind of too pretty. It's not. Well, Batwoman's pretty. It's that uh, w- the main controversy was that uh, she kept. They made it seem like she was better than Batman because she was a woman. Who? Ruby Rose. Who like made it? Oh, sorry, like so sorry. Uh, it probably wasn't her because she's an actor. She doesn't have any say in this bullshit. Uh, but it was like the producers of the show and stuff like marketed it towards like she. Uh, one of the main staple lines from the trailers that I watched was, yeah. uh, "It's the Lucius of the story." I don't know his name. It's like Lucius Fox's kid. Okay. Uh, he is uh, in the Batcave, and she walks in on him, and uh, she walks up to the bat suit. And he says it's perfect in every way. And she goes, it will be perfect when it fits a woman. That's some big dick energy. I don't understand why that's bad. Well, people were just upset about it. I mean, I don't know if I'd be upset. Well, you know how people are white knights and bullshit. But it's a different storyline. Yeah. I I I mean, I think that line was a little much. Yeah. Well, yeah. Batwoman has never been really loved by the fans. Hold on. I'm being called on. Okie doke. What day is it? Is it Saturday? I have this on recording. The dude at the door should let you in to Sportsman's on a Saturday. (laughs) You'll be all right. Show him your boobs. Don't show him your boobs. Show him your boobs, bro. You know what? Show him your hey, boobs. Hey, if it's the dude at the front, go to the dude. At, go to the dude in the back. And if the dude in the back doesn't let you in, fuck around and just walk to the front. I'm not even kidding. Seriously, they have two different door guys. Fuck them. I don't care. I know I'm both. She's 21. She can go to the bar. Her ID's just expired. She's an adult. Dude, it, it, they won't let her into the bar if the ID's expired. Is she any less 21? No, but it's technically not a valid ID. And I'm like, okay, that makes no fucking sense, but okay. Government. That's my TED Talk. Welcome to it. It's over. Boom. Anyway, she just made me lose all my train of thought. You were talking about different storylines. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I you, just were, actually you, you were saying DC executed the storytelling of it a little it better on the comic book side? Just uh, on the understanding why there's so many different versions of so many different like characters we love. Mm-hmm. Like how many different Batmans are there? Like there's a ridiculous amount. And like the they just basically canonized in a way Michael Keaton, George Clooney, Joel Schumacher, like like all, all those Batman uh did they canonize it by explaining it in a storyline that these are different universes? Yeah, it's completely different universes, but just little different details. 
So they did get weird with it and say, yes, different universes. Yeah. Well, it's different Earths. The exact same. Okay. Like okay. Well, they, the get, same. they get into that shit heavy in the Justice League. Well, that's wh- that's what I was uh, gonna say is that uh, I've been playing Injustice, okay, which is uh, which gets into that specifically. Yeah, it does. Uh, and it's just like it, it just I think they did really good with it. Okay, I think they did a really good job handling the Infinite Earths. No shit. Okay. Yeah. See, I wish Marvel had something like that. I'm sure they do, but we're just not. We're getting to it. Or you think so? In MCU, yeah, a Multiverse of Madness is gonna directly. See, and then that would be the movies directly affecting comic book storytelling. Multiverse of Madness is supposed to have Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire in it as well. So, uh, some fancy comic book writer. Uh, how can you? How do people write for canon? That's what I want to know. How do, do people like? How do you like if? Do studios have to pick up canon storytelling? That the, like the property owners. What do you mean? Like, if I was to write a story for... Like, you remember the original Star Wars books after the first couple of movies were made? Yeah. And then they canonized those books uh-huh. and then eventually scrapped those and no longer they're no longer canon? They're no, ca- they're no longer canon because they wanted Chewbacca to be alive. Sh- long story short, yeah. Fucking but, okay, bullshit. just like that. Well, when they were picked up as canon and easily dropped and replaced, uh-huh. who had a say in that and can other companies do it just as easily? Uh, whoever holds the rights to uh, the the property where that's that said canon, mm-hmm. uh, like Harry Potter's canon, is the person in charge of Harry Potter's canon. So like J.K. J.K. Rowling is so in charge, of uh, Harry and Potter's. that's why so many people were pissed off that she could just tweet and say Dumbledore's gay. And that's canon now. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So why are people mad when that's her story? Because it's her story, but she. She if left. In, she le- hold on, hold on, hold on. She left it ambiguous for a reason. The only reason she's doing it is she waited. And first off, she waited until it was mainstream. I know, I know. Okay, and second off, she she didn't say it like, oh yeah, uh, the fans were right and this and that. She was like, no, 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 they were always gay. This was always my vision, and I always wanted it to be obvious, but I couldn't. Well, why couldn't you? It was your book. I mean, at the t- no. I mean, if you think about it, when she released the books, no, she probably couldn't have done that. Yes and no. I those books would I, not. I, I have think been it's pick- a little bit of a cop out answer. Those books would not have been picked up like that. She also if said she wanted Dumbledore her, she, she was a flame and fruit. Absolutely not. She says Hermione and uh, and Ron and uh, Harry should have been together, not Ron and Hermione. And like, I get that. Like, that's you uh, want who. Harry Potter uh-huh. and Hermione should have been together, not Ron Weasley and Hermione. I almost agree with that, but I kind of don't. I th- I think it subverted our expectations in the best way for Ron and Hermione to get together. In the book, it's way better, though. In the movies, they don't really do a good job at explaining the Ginny and the... Uh, they do a better job with Ron and Hermione only because they're on screen more, but dude, uh, him and Ginny get fucking married. Don't they? Yeah, and we see that at the end of what the last movie? Uh, yes, yes. Okay, yes. and they don't even really explain that. No, not at all. Uh, I really liked. Um, now, don't get me wrong. If you watch the movies, I could be missing something because I haven't watched them in a couple years. But I'm sure they <coughs> hint at them getting together in the like Deathly Hollows and yeah, yeah, those last couple. And Neville Longbottom's the real chosen one. <laughs> what? Yeah, you not know that? No. <coughs> wait. Have you really I, not heard I, that? I, I, wait, I might have heard this. So, uh, 
good lord, we are off this topic. Is, I don't give a fuck. Uh, Neville Longbottom is the real chosen one, and the reason it took so long for everybody to notice and realize it. And Holy shit, you just mumbled that. Neville Longbottom <laughs> is the real chosen one, okay? Here's why. So, oh, for shit. the first 20 fucking years that Neville was a wizard, uh-huh. not, not literally 20, it was like yeah, I know. seven. Yeah. Uh, but he used he insisted on using his father's wand. Do you remember that? The one he kept fucking up with? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Wonder why he was fucking up? Because it was his dad's wand. It wasn't, it wasn't the one that chose him. It was his dad's wand. He okay. wanted to use his dad's wand. So when he finally lets go of his dad's wand and chooses the wand that shows him, right? Isn't he's, he's it? A G. He's a god. Guess who pulled the sword? Uh, I, I, I don't know Harry Potter lore very well, but uh, the only person who can Whose pull... Whose wand did he get? His wand. I, I thought... Or it might be uh, what wasn't it? The it might be like the dope wand, like the one that's like uh, one of the Deathly well, Hollows. Well, because I know the dude was like, "Well, Harry, you got a crazy wand." You it's know what I mean? It's, <laughs> the f- it's the one. It's a phoenix feather wand. Okay. Yeah. Are you? Are you sure? Okay. Yeah, I quote, can I quote you on that? Yeah, because the one who got the other half of the phoenix feather uh, was uh, Voldemort. Oh. Oh, okay. That's that why people sense. thought he was the chosen one. Okay, that makes sense. That's why people thought he was the chosen one. Okay, but anyway, the reason continue. Neville's yeah. the chosen one is because again, I don't remember the Harry Potter lore, but it's like the Griffin sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, he pulled it out of the hat, and the only person who can pull it out of the hat is the chosen one. Harry did that. So did Neville. Wait, did Harry do that, or did someone place it in the hat? Or I thought the whole point was you had to be able to pull it out of the hat for it to even be placed there, or something like that. Exactly. I, d- I don't remember. I don't know the lore. Uh, but I know that... I, we're terrible at... <laughs> exactly. I, n- I know enough to be like, this is pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty uh, cool. But well, I mean, technically, but I Neville guess the lore could the be whatever JK the hat, this and week, he, he could have... Like, he's the one who took on Voldemort. Harry was fucking rocks on the ground. Did he take on Voldemort? Yeah. Do you not remember? Have you not seen the last movie? I have. It's Dude, I said it's been a couple years. Yeah, he he's the one who took on Voldemort in the last movie. Oh, Harry was fucking oh dead on the ground. That's right. Uh, when they're in the courtyard, yeah, and and that's when he pulls out the. And hat. that's when Malfoy should have been. The dude, I'm ninety percent sure they had a deleted scene where Malfoy uh, actually refuses to go with his dad. Yeah, yeah, and I'm pretty sure the deleted scene is a lot better, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure in the book, like kneeling in Endgame. Like kneeling in Endgame. When they kneeled uh, to Tony. If we're being completely honest, I thought that was kind of cheesy. I thought it was a great scene that should have been included. Well, yeah, it's totally cheesy. Uh, to that's like uh, the whole point. Um, we're referring to the deleted scene in Endgame where... Uh, yeah, there's a deleted scene in Endgame. At the, it's at the very end whenever Tony Stark snaps. Uh, and he when he's dead on the ground... <laughs> spoilers. He's dead on the ground. <laughs> Uh, and it pans outward, and you see Pepper and uh, War Machine and Tony uh, and Peter, and then it zooms out more, and it's like everybody kneeling. Uh, Captain Marvel, Hulk, like uh, out of respect, Hawkeye, yeah, for like a fallen out of soldier, yeah. Uh, it's it's before the funeral scene, and it just shows like. Okay, see, but if you think it was about a big it, sacrifice to me, it would have been weird to have that scene and the funeral scene. Agreed. That that and the funeral scene would because have been then weird. it's like doubling the dose on. But maybe you know you could have a Tony funeral Stark. for the other people who died. You could what? For the other people who died, like Vision. That was five years ago. Not for Wanda. <laughs> yeah, it Falcon. Was. No. Uh, well, I guess. She said, "Have you not seen WandaVision either?" 
Because she right. says that in WandaVision. I have seen WandaVision. She says, I woke up and he was gone. I didn't have time to mourn. Did she get snapped away too? Yes. Man, they kept that subtle, didn't they? What? Hers getting snapped away. I don't remember her getting snapped at no, all. No, she fades. Like, she, she's holding vision and you see her. Like, yeah, you see it in oh, Infinity War. And then they just never bring it up until WandaVision. I, I guess. She shows back up in Endgame. I know, but I meant like they don't. It doesn't play a big part until WandaVision. You could say that about Bucky too. You could. Uh, I think that was the point in all that. And though. Falcon and T'Chaka and everybody else who got dusted. See, they do shit like that. The same company, Disney, does shit like that and sets up a movie to end perfectly enough to set up like 32 different shows Mm -hmm. wonderfully. And then you do some shit with Star Wars like that. It's because they're different people in charge. Well, there's a fucking problem if you got that polar opposites in the same company distributing I billion dollar Kathleen Kennedy is billion? fucking, but um, what? I don't know who Kathleen Kennedy, Kennedy is, is fucking, fucking <laughs> but uh, good for her. Um, I guess she's making that bank, dude. But uh, she's shitting on our dreams the whole time. I thought there was. I th- I could have sworn I heard that. Um, She's wanting, she recommended someone to take her place. Was it John Favreau? I think. I think she recommended John Favreau to take her place when she uh, is no longer in charge. Like, I think she specifically said she wants John Favreau to take over the Star Wars universe. What a saint. I mean, that's a good save. She's still a bitch. Yeah, she's still a I'm bitch. I'm biased. I mean, is she that bad? I can tell you one thing. Ooh, tell me, tell me the one thing. Okay, and okay. Let me let me spit this out of my face hole. You're gonna let me spit this whole thing out of my face, okay? Here we go. I know some insider details. You ready? There are eight Star Wars shows coming up. Okay, Rogue Squadron, Cassian Andor, Acolytes, Visions, uh, Ahsoka, uh, the the Rebels one. And like two others, they're 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 all there's eight shows. Okay, four of them are Dave Filoni shows and okay. John Favreau shows. Okay, and four of them are Kathleen Kennedy shows. Okay, okay, whichever ones perform the best is the winner. The winner gets Star Wars, and I'm not fucking with you. You really think so? Yes, I really think so. Kathleen Kennedy's are like Vision, Acolyte, Andor, and Rogue Squadron, I believe, and then um, Dave Filoni's is. Uh, new uh, Rangers of the New Republic, mm-hmm. Boba Fett, that's the one I forgot. Uh, Ahsoka and the Rebels series that's coming out. I th- I think there's 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 something I'm forgetting, but yeah, they they're they're literally competing for the title of Star Wars. I think you're literally forgetting the Mandalorian. Uh, yes and no. I think there was more shows. No, I know, but I meant like you didn't even say that. Well, that's that was implied, especially when I said Boba Fett. Th- oh, okay, bad that's, batch. Oh, that's bad another. Batch. That's it's a, bad. That's batch. another thing. Who's taking over Boba Fett? What do you mean? Who's doing that? John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Okay. And Taika Waititi is probably coming in to direct. Well, duh, a few because that's like. I love the director buddies. Yeah. That should, uh, yeah, like, I want Kevin Smith to slide in there, too. Yeah, definitely. That would be awesome. Absolutely. Fuck yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? That'd be dope as fuck. Um, but yeah, B- uh, Book of Boba Fett's coming out December. Uh, I was going to talk about, um, 
Bad Batch is releasing May the 4th. May the 4th. My birthday is May the 5th. <laughs> May the, uh, Revenge of the 5th. Revenge of the f- yeah may the f- may the fourth be with you and then my birthday is Revenge of the fifth yeah terrible isn't it it's awesome I know it's my favorite uh, episode too <laughs> uh I think that's everybody's though Revenge of the Sith no dude uh, bro peak choreography Return of the Jedi <sighs> Luke leave me alone <laughs> it's my Luke it's Jabba's palace it's Jabba's palace dude that scene alone. Just when he comes in and he Jedi's no, at all of them? No, not even that. Well, obviously that. But uh, at the very end of the Jabba Palace scene, whenever he is on the... When he's about to get sacrificed at the Sarlacc pit, yeah, he fucking... J- he does a, like a flip, gets the lightsaber. He, is he just too smooth he's with it? He's just the best, man. And then he doesn't kiss his sister. <laughs> Saved it this time doesn't kiss his sister and he swings and he lands and he looks dope and he saved Han Solo and he killed Boba Fett this is great it's just great I love the nostalgia can I just tell you, you how there? awesome it was that Boba Fett wasn't there to see Luke because you know he would have fired at the end of Mandalorian, he was in a that ship. That would have been a pretty dope reunion because Luke would have been like, pretty sure I left you in a Sarlacc pit. And then Boba Fett would be like, pretty sure I saw you when I was falling down a hole. I think that's the last we saw each other. And all of a sudden we're here. Here's your baby. I you, guess you don't think he'd Boba like, would have shot him? No, he'd have been, yeah, he'd have shot him. Luke would have dodged it and they'd have been like, all right. I think <laughs> you're cool. I think no, I think we can live with this because <laughs> they obviously would have to. They'd have to acknowledge they're on the same side. Not to mention, yeah, it doesn't. It <sighs> definitely seems like Boba's being set up to be an anti-hero. Isn't More. isn't that the point? E- yes and no. Boba wasn't the reason we like. You Boba said Boba wasn't the reason we like Boba is because he's he's not like an asshole. He he is and he isn't like he. He's just a simple man making his way across the galaxy. Yeah, he's Dinjarian. Is that his name? No, that's Mandalorian. Yeah, is that his name? Yeah, Dinjarin. Yeah, he's Dinjarin before his character development. Just a badass bounty hunter that goes through, and he's not really right or wrong, but he's not really wrong. He's just kind of doing his job, going through the galaxy. Yeah, and he saved that one chick. That's what I'm saying. Is he's not a bad guy, but he's not a good he guy. He could have turned her bounty in. You know how much she cost. Well, and that's my point because they also hinted the fact that even though bounty hunters are technically perceived as good guys, they are bad guys, and they do look at them in a negative light. Mm-hmm. So I think regardless of how they spin it, uh, he would have to be the anti-hero j- just based on the. Um, yeah, because Greedo could be a good guy. It just depends on who pays more. Yeah. And that and yeah, yeah, that's what it'll come down to, is he has to be the anti-hero regardless. The cool part of will just be uh, how they, they what they don't talk about is the guy who actually raised Boba Fett and helped him learn the ropes was Bosk and Dengar. Who are they? <laughs> Collect yourself. Uh, Bosk <laughs> is the lizard dude. With the uh, TIE Fighter spacesuit. TIE Fighter spacesuit. Bog Lizard, dude. He's got the big old spacesuit. Yeah, uh, here. 
He's pulling it up. <laughs> Give it a goog. The nickname for Dengar's toilet paper man. Toilet paper man? Yeah. Hmm. Lovely. Love that for that guy. You looking it up? That's Bosk. Okay, yeah. I know that guy. That fucking guy. So, that's who raced Boba Fett? Him and who? I'm just going to show you. Look what I'm Googling at the top. It says Toilet Paper Man Star Wars. Okay, uh, okay. watch. Toilet Paper Man Star Wars. Wait, do I? I think I know. <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about. Oh, okay. Dengar. Yeah. Dengar. Really? Uh, I, w- I just want everybody to know, because uh, this is just a sound podcast. I looked up Toilet Paper Man Star Wars. Dengar popped up. It was awesome. I love that for you. Jesus. Yeah, Dengar raised Boba Fett, basically. Okay. He showed him the ropes and taught him the ranks, basically. Uh, and this is a picture of actually four of the main bounty hunters. So IG-11 is the robot. Okay. Bosk is on the far left. Boba Fett is in between IG-11 and Bosk. Yeah. And then on the far right is Dengar. Okay. He's shown me an old school picture of it's all It's from Empire Strikes Back. All them together. Okay. That's pretty dope. I didn't know that. I'm not and very well. Actually, <coughs> I'm not very well. These guys are bounty hunters too. Not very well. Uh, and they have names, and they're not as popular, but they're like uh, pretty. Yeah. Okay. Well, in Star Wars lore, if you're down with the get down, mm-hmm. okay, I got you. I'm they not. Have, they have names, and they they do stuff. Gotcha. I'm not super down with it, so I'm not 100. percent But I know enough to keep up. I figured that's why I didn't say their names. Yeah. Thank you. Zuckus and Forlom. Yeah, fuck no, I would have never understood that. I'd have been like, uh huh. God, I'd have been like, bless you. You do know Aura Singh, though. I know the name. White, uh, white everything, uh, red hair, and red outfit. Yeah. Orange, I guess. The one that is in... Long fingers, too. <laughs> Phantom Menace. <coughs> oh, I was thinking of the one lady in, uh... Oh, some bitch. Attack of the Clones? I guess it's Empire Strikes Back. Or maybe it's Return of the Jedi. When they're talking to the Death Star plans, one of the gr- I thought one of the girls there. When they're at the meeting. Mon Mothma? Oh my god, wait, you are talking about Mon Mothma. Am I? Yeah, you are. Yeah, you, you are. You low-key described her though, right? Yeah, Mon Mothma has a white, like greek cloak and like red hair and red hair okay yeah. i was talking about like an alien chick okay with a red ponytail oh. and pale white skin and long fingers okay yeah don't know her yeah you should uh because she's in phantom menace uh, the remastered version not the original is the remastered better i'm assuming has to i've be. watched phantom menace recently yeah and i didn't hate it i don't hate any of them um, I do. Yeah, here's my hot take. I don't hate any Star Wars movie they have ever released. Do you, do you want to hear my hot take? Oh, boy. I hate A New Hope. Which Episode one? Episode four. That's the first one. Explain. You're about to piss people off I right am, now. I am. Okay. Because they're going to say, you piece of shit 20-year-old. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, I also think Empire Strikes Back is overrated. 
Like that's okay. That's and Dad's uh, favorite one too. Yeah, and then you pull it in. You you reel all that in with I love Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi is the best one. Okay, you don't get Return of the Jedi without Empire Strikes Back or a New agreed, Hope. Agreed, agreed. Okay, but my my point is okay. The reason I don't like a New Hope is I just think that it was limited by the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that it just looks like a campy sci-fi the sh- 70s the, Okay, and, and I get no, that. I get okay, that. but you say that, but had it not been George Lucas, you wouldn't have gotten those uh, practical Agreed. miniature sets, it, it lo- no, and it like would like, not look I like, like that. I like the miniature sets. I'm saying I don't like the sword fighting, and that's my favorite part oh. about Star Wars. I don't like the lightsaber duels. The well, lightsaber th- okay, is too well then played down, and the I, I get that okay, it, was well the it was because they were limited by the time. Okay, so well, I was going to say a good argument is you could also blame specific again George Lucas because he wanted to make the movie anyway. But but can I can I explain why at the same time I love how they appreciated the lightsaber in that movie though? That was the whole premise. Uh, I think I think that in That's what kicked off the lore. In 1 2 and 3, the the newer ones, mm-hmm. and especially in 4 5 and 6. Uh and then uh, on to 7 8 9. I think 7 8 9 shat on it. Uh, lightsabers? Yes. No. They No, they wh- shat on them. No, what they were trying to do was change the ideology and this is a saber and this like but it's not the most powerful weapon you have. Okay, but the whole point is that the the kyber crystal your connection to the force you can argue this, but even in old canon, Luke proved things can change for the better. Yes, even if but hold, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. The kyber okay. crystal is tied to you. The kyber crystal calls out to you. Yes, they even w- fucking... Do you know they retcon themselves by making the fucking game do you uh, know what's fucking Jedi awesome? Fallen Order. Do you want to know what's awesome? What? Every single time Anakin broke a lightsaber, do you want to know why Obi-Wan got so mad? And he goes, not again. Because they have to go back and... Because he has to fucking go to Ilum every time. And do you know what? Do you know what's funny? I, f- I saw him. I love wait, it. Isn't, well, isn't the funny part that when he has to go back to Ilum, it's not as easy as grabbing one? It's not, because you, ha- you have to find the one that calls to you. Well, no matter where it is. No matter where it is Jesus on Ilum. Jesus Christ. So every so time he goes back, do you think the Force senses him? And they're like, what the fuck, bro? Yes. The 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 thing I like to imagine, and I think it's it's my head cannon now is uh your head cannon my head cannon Obi Wan got irritated enough he, uh, and Yoda got irritated is that enough a, is that a term head cannon head cannon yeah it's, it's like it's it's a it's a fan theory and it's not accepted but the directors have seen it and they're like I like that that's not terrible we're not going to confirm or deny that. It's but it's also one of those details to where even if they confirmed or denied it, it doesn't change the overall exactly. lore. Okay. It doesn't change anything. It's just okay. something cool that you could. And I got you. You thirsty? Cool you, can imagine. You, you thirsty? You want to drink? A little bit, yeah. But something cool that you can imagine would be that Anakin goes uh, to get his crystal with the Padawans. Yoda makes him go with the Padawans. That would be great. That would be. No, that makes sense. <laughs> He's like, all right, you're going to be. You're going to lose your lightsaber this much like a fucking Padawan? Yeah. Okay, you get to go with the Padawans. Okay. Well, see, and they touched on it in the movie a little bit when uh, they were flying through in the second episode. Which is why he murdered all the Padawans. Oh, boy. He's like, I fucking hate rolling with y'all. <laughs> Killed. <laughs> they always made fun of coming for another lightsaber, Crystal Anakin. And he just slaughters them. You getting a phone call? He got a phone call. Ring-a-ding-ding. Well, I was going to get a drink, but I'll just talk to you guys. 
Pippity pop. Bippity boppity, show me this hoppity. <laughs> oh, shit. <coughs> you know, whenever I leave, you make me entertain the people. <coughs> That's true, but when I leave, I come back with fucking goods. The only thing you came back with was an opinion that you're ready to shoot off. Now go, what was it? Uh, that was your job to remember. I was on the phone. We were talking about. <coughs> Anakin had to go back to Ilum and go with the Padawans and yeah. head cannon. Uh, I also really liked the detail in Jedi Fallen Order that they showed you. No, your hot take was you didn't like fucking Empire. Yeah, I, I, I didn't like A New Hope. Or Empire? I think Empire was overrated. I like I liked it the way that they showed the lightsabers were very very elegant, uh, and I liked what they did uh, with Luke's story. I just think that it was a uh, two copy and paste hero's journey. You're a slut for Return of the Jedi. Yes. Yeah, which I still don't understand because Return of the Jedi is great and you get all that character development and stuff and blah, 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 blah. I just think out of all of them, Return of the Jedi is the most... It's um, the most developed as far as, like, technology and how the screen looks and stuff. Yes, uh, and at the same time, like, the reason Luke has had a blue lightsaber the past two movies is because it looked... Uh, better? Didn't it, didn't it look yeah. better on the screen? Yeah, it looked better on the screen. Than other ones? Uh, but they couldn't do, because of where they were going with Luke's blue lightsaber in this movie, because if you remember, Luke's the lightsabers were never ignited against the blue sky. Think about that. What do you mean? In the past two movies, they weren't ignited up against, like, a blue sky. It was always a dark room or, like, a white cave or... What's your point? Is... They in in the very beginning in Tatooine, he finally there's finally a lightsaber ignition in Tatooine against the blue sky, and they couldn't do a blue lightsaber against the blue sky, so they gave Luke Skywalker a green lightsaber because it looked way better against the blue sky. Gotcha, and that's why you like it. I like it because first off, my favorite color is green. Jesus, is your in your favorite color green because of the lightsaber though? No, my favorite color was green, which makes me love the lightsaber. <coughs> But now it's associated with my favorite color is green because of the lightsaber. So, you know, it's great. I love that for you. Jesus. Uh. This has been a fucking nerd cast today, by the way. Have you ever seen uh, Star Wars SC-13 reimagined? Star Wars SC-13? Yeah. No. Um, it is a... Wait, you, wait, hold on. I might have... It is a reimagining of the uh, Darth Vader versus Obi Obi One fight. Yeah, I've seen it. On we watched Star. it. Yeah. yeah, you and I watched it. Yeah, no, and I've seen it. It's the it's it's. I prefer it. Yeah, it's way better. Uh, it's my head cannon. That's what happened. What do you mean? That's what happened. Is that's how that fight went? Oh yeah, for in sure. Why why wouldn't it have gone? It was that just way? limited by the time. That's what I'm saying. Is in yeah. in one, two, and three, and sadly. Uh, seven eight nine and i feel like in six you just get to see more lightsaber fights like the ending lightsaber fight with darth vader and luke skywalker was awesome like a great fight i mean it's a terrible like sword fight but yeah it's a good fight as far as the story it's it's a terrible fight because of the time but <laughs> like it's i mean they could have choreographed a lot better than that shit but okay i feel like it was limited because of darth vader's suit okay, not because of anything else for sure because of his suit Bro, they made sure he was so good to move to kill motherfuckers on um Reb uh, Rebels uh, Rogue, Rogue Squadron, Rogue, or Rogue no, no, no. or whatever. Uh, 
Rogue One, I think. Is it right. Rogue One? Yeah. Okay, yeah. They made sure he was so good to move and strike motherfuckers and that. But that they, they fucked, fucked up, up his, his outfit. Yeah, they fucked up his outfit. He was like, but if you see the w- where they fucked up his outfit, that gives him m- like room to do this. Oh, but that's I'm not turning my head tight. for people that can't see it's me. It's not vacuum tight. Exactly, which is the problem. But that's what I'm saying. He was loosey goosey, but he would have been dead in the Star Wars universe. So. Uh. I mean, uh, so they fuck shit up when they make it better. To cap this off, let me just say, I don't hate them. I don't hate any of them, except for episode. I don't like them because they're older. Like the like, I I guess like you said, they're eight. I don't like eight. Limited by their time. Yeah, it's. I feel like I keep referencing Howard Stark. I'm limited by By the technology (laughs) of my time. Yeah, but what about movies like that push the limits? Well, I guess that movie did, but like what? What push about the limits? I think uh, like two thousand one, a space odyssey. When was that? In like nineteen sixty something? No. Are you sure? Yes. Are we sure? Yes. Ask Google. Ask it. Okay, Google. When was two thousand one, a space odyssey released? Yeah, 1968. Closer to 70, though. I don't count that. Like, in 1960, I th- I, that's like black and white Elvis Presley to me. Okay, but... But in 1968, that's that 70 show. That's not... Uh, that's that 70s show? What are you talking... Just, to me, like, that's separated to me. Like, 1959 is like blackity bl- black and white, yakety yak. Okay, yeah, but that. 68... But in 68, I feel like it was... When was Star Wars released? 77? Y- yeah. Yeah, so, like... 77. 1977, yeah, 2001 a Space Odyssey. Like, I've heard that so many times. So, limited by time, maybe just the director. Or story. Like you said, the type of story he's trying to tell, a lightsaber. That's some crazy shit in 77. And he was like, no, let's do it. And he was always, I, r- I really like the care that George Lucas put into it. Because, you know... He, he almost fucked it up a couple times, too, yes, though. Yes, okay, but you have to give it to the man. He's always had his fucking heart and soul into it. I'll give him that. Okay, like, did you know that... Have you seen the behind-the-scenes footage on... Episode 1 is the one that I've seen specifically. But he walks up to Ewan McGregor, and it's, like, it's the first time Ewan McGregor gets to see uh, lightsaber, like, his lightsaber. Right. And he has, like, a set of ten different lightsabers in a box. Mm -hmm. And Ewan McGregor gets to choose which one he wants. Which one calls to him. That's pretty dope. And he could choose Darth Maul's. One half of Darth Maul's could have been Ewan McGregor's lightsaber. No shit. That and c- we could have gotten Qui-Gon Jinn's lightsaber as Obi-Wan's lightsaber. Qui-Gon Jinn's lightsaber is so simplistic. Yeah, but... Uh, Wait, hold on. Or am I thinking of Obi-Wan's first lightsaber? Obi-Wan's had the ball and the s- in the in the silver spikes on the bottom. Uh, Qui-Gon's was, was long stri- just and the it straight like black one. and then silver on the sides. Okay, and the yeah. red button. His was boring. Yeah, his was boring. Fuck, I think that's enough Star Wars talk today. Um, I had one more. Okay, what's one more? 
they officially confirmed uh, the remake and remaster of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. No, they fucking didn't. Done Get the fuck out of town. the original creator of it, Bioware. No. Mm-hmm. <coughs> For people that don't know, sorry, I'm going to peek real quick. It's going to be really loud. This is a big deal. <laughs> it is a pretty big deal. It is a pretty big deal. Uh, Considering the game is now almost 20 years old. Yeah, they are going to do it for the 20th anniversary. Yeah. Which and is in I two years? One year, I think? Yeah, I don't know. It's coming up because the only reason this even makes sense is because of how big a fan base this game still fucking it has. It is the single greatest standalone Star Wars story I have ever played. I don't know. You could argue how good of a standalone story it is itself because this game is so fucking in-depth. It, it, it's good enough that the, the directors of Game of Thrones are spo- are helmed to do a trilogy of movies based on uh, Knights uh, of the Old Republic. Do you know how expensive this remaster is going to be? Uh, I know that they're trying to make it an Unreal Engine. That's going to be so expensive. Have you seen this footage? No. There, There's a few people who have been doing it to show us what it'll look like. Do it. Wait, there was one guy fucking working on it. They sent a cease and desist. Why? Because they're doing it themselves. They let him do it for seven years. How far was he? Lucasfilm gave him his blessing. George Lucas said, do it. Yeah. Disney well, said, you can't. <laughs> well, now we're getting something good out of it, though, right? Th- that's what people thought back then. That was like four or five years ago now. Yeah. Uh, well, if you think about whenever it, whenever he got his cease and desist, it's because they were, well, they how were working. I was on about one. to say how big of a game that is. That would take years, and not to mention there's a Knights of the Old Republic too, which wasn't finished. It wasn't. Nope. What? The, you know, in the end, you cut to black, right? No. Yeah. Never finished it. Because they didn't. That game broke me. Do you know? Uh, we had a um modded xbox oh you can say it now uh we had a modded customized xbox uh oh the my original God. one it had 72 games on it downloaded it thought it was a 360 it was the dopest shit ever yeah, dude um and we had uh well we had to download the games so this was back in the good old demonoid days like can we say exactly what we did no okay we found ways to get games and we would download them uh and uh we wouldn't have access to those games again. So uh, we downloaded the KOTOR remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, KOTOR 2. Yeah, we just downloaded it to the Xbox so we could just keep playing it. And eventually the file corrupted. So you would get to a certain point and the screen would just cut to black and you couldn't finish the game. Now, was that just because we downloaded it? It was Yeah, it was because the file corrupted and then we downloaded it. Okay, so how did the game actually end? Oh, no, no, no. We cut to black an hour into the game, dog. Oh. Like on our Xbox. We didn't play at all. I did. Mm-mm, no. Not, no, I'm not talking about on that Xbox. Okay, well, if you played it past that, yeah. Well, the the end of the game still cuts to black. That's what I'm saying. Oh, for real? Yeah, they didn't finish it. They didn't have the budget. They Why released it they too early. It? Because uh, the, the people in charge of Bioware, the people who released it, uh, pushed it. Pushed the release. And they ran out of money. So at the very end of the game, you just kind of cut to black. <laughs> well, is that your last Star Wars thing? 
I think so. Here, I gotta show you this footage. I believe this is it. This fucking guy. Please mute. Well, before you show me this, this is a good place to stop, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. It's just a little short one today. Yeah. Yeah, I'm plump tuckered out. I got you. But uh, we'll see y'all next time, for real. Yes, sir. Have a good one, everybody. Mm -hmm.